Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, it is. Finally, many years of writing all coming to fruition now with a bit of a party this week in, in London. So I'm excited to meet some of the people who were part of the book and who I interviewed for it and also just get a few people together who were, you know, pioneers in women's rugby for a drink and a bit of a celebration. Yeah, I suppose a lot of work, a lot of research, a lot of detail, but this must have been very much a labour of love for you. Yeah, I think anyone who picks up um, their laptop and says, I'm going to write a history of a certain sport um, has to be slightly, either cares a lot about it or or slightly mad. But it's taken me a long time because like lots of women's sports, the history of women's rugby wasn't written down very well or wasn't well documented. And actually this, you know, women's rugby history goes back to the 1800s and nobody really knows very much about that. So yes, it was a labour of love to be able to, you know, take the time many, many years to go through newspaper archives and, you know, lots of academic text. And then as it came into the modern era to interview, you know, 50, 60 people who've been involved in the game in the last 10, 20 years. So, yeah, you'd, you'd want to love it to do it. But this is the first women's rugby history book ever written. So I think hopefully will be the, the start of many more books about women's rugby. But I think someone needed to, to start it and do it. And I was happy to. When did the idea actually strike you first and how long did it take you to really get your teeth into it? Yeah, well, I run a website called scrumqueens.com, which I set up in 2009. So I've been writing about the game, you know, alongside my day job for quite a long time. And I was aware there wasn't much knowledge of the history of the sport out there or certainly there was no one place where it was all documented. So um, about five, six years ago, I was actually approached by a publisher who at that time published quite niche independent books and by the time I finished the book, he felt that Women's Rugby had become so popular that it had outgrown his sort of niche publishing house. So he pitched it to a, a bigger sports company. And so they're the ones who've done it. So it's probably taken five, six years, uh, lots of research and insight. But um, I'm grateful to a guy called Scott Reeves who put the idea in my head first and foremost. You grew up here in East Cork. It could not be considered as a hotbed of women's rugby or indeed of rugby, I suppose, overall. But tell me about your love and your first association with the game. Where did it come from? Yeah, so I started playing rugby in Middleton when I was about 15. And at that point, I didn't know much about the game at all. I just met someone who was playing and they mentioned it. And we just moved out here to to Ballantowsis from Carrick Tool, where I'd been playing Gaelic games. And so I thought, well, this is a bit of an easier trip. So I, I went and had no idea about the rules or anything but I think like a lot of people with a sport that they eventually really click with 
it just clicked for me from day one. I absolutely loved the physicality of it, the camaraderie with the players and so on. And yeah, I just carried on playing from there, moved up to the city to go to UCC, started playing at Highfield, then moved to London and started kind of continuing to play there. So yeah, it, it, it sometimes is like that when people find a sport that they really love. You just know from that first training session, this is the one for me. And, and I think it's a, a sport that's had to really battle the odds in Ireland too and, and England to be seen, to be visible, to be supported and to be invested in. And I feel like I've been over the last sort of 20, 25 years part of that journey. Obviously, the move to England opened up new avenues for Alice and, and, and more ways of getting involved in the women's game. Yeah, so I started the website and, you know, I, I write for a lot of, I've written for The Guardian, The Times, um, I'm written, writing for The Telegraph this week. So there's a there's a lot more interest, I think, now in the women's game than there was when, when I moved. But I think because England are maybe, you know, five, ten years ahead, it, probably that's that stretch, but five or six years ahead at least of Ireland there's just that bit more interest in the game and there's a bit more of a following so yeah there are more opportunities to get involved I am sit on various committees with the RFU and um, you know I was involved at my own club in Teddington which is a brilliant club in, in West London so it's just that bit bigger there but we're getting here you know Ireland had a great couple of years the women's team 2014 to 15 doing you know getting to the World Cup semi-finals winning the Six Nations they dropped a little bit again but it's coming good again but um, yeah I, I have a foot in both camps I think now Obviously, you must still take a huge interest. I was going to say that yeah, in the exploits of what's happening here in the club game, obviously, but at national level as well. Yeah, and a lot of my friends, um, you know, have played for Ireland in the past and some mostly retired now, but I, I have good contact with the current players too and, and they've got a great coach now. And so, yeah, I, I still write about the Irish game. You know, I, I've been frustrated at times with the way the game's uh, not been supported after the team's done really well and so I've written about that for various places you know the examiner where I one of the one of my first ever jobs was writing for the examiner so it's nice to be able to write columns for them every now and again but yeah look I'm, I'm I went to Ireland England this year women's game at Leicester and we had 15,000 16,000 people there and you know I was obviously wholeheartedly supporting Ireland even though they really struggled against a fully pro England team so yeah I, I do keep my eye into what's going on here and, and stay across the, the kind of latest developments and so on. Before you tell me about your current day job, tell me about your previous one because it's a fascinating story. You you were working at, at, at a famous residence. Yeah, I um, so in England I've, I've worked in communications jobs. I, I was a journalist when I went there but I moved into communications and I've been lucky enough to move between kind of government and politics jobs and sports jobs. They're my two great passions. So yeah, I spent uh, five, six years um, working at the Treasury and at number 10 Downing Street. So worked for Theresa May primarily, at, at a little bit of Boris, but I, I was leaving when he came um, as a spokesperson. Um, it was, you know, really hard, tough, challenging job, you know, early starts, late finishes, lots of travel, but a real privilege to be able to be there and, and to work there and, um, you know, to, to spend time with people who are making decisions um, that affect everybody in the whole country and just to see firsthand how it works behind that famous door. So I, I left um, when Theresa May was leaving, I decided, well, it's time for me to go now because I'd spent mostly my time with her and had a little bit of overlap with, with Boris. And um, yeah, it was very two, two very different setups there. And uh, I decided I'd go back into sport, which is what I'm doing now again. And tell us about that role, your current role. Yeah, so I work for Sport England, who are the equivalent of Sport Ireland, who lots of people listening will, will know about. 
and I'm our, I'm on the executive team. I look after kind of digital communications and marketing. And yeah, it's a really enjoyable job. Very different to the last one, but again, you know, similar similar type of work in terms of the communications, the writing, um, and the online work. And and we invest in grassroots sports across the whole country, and it's really great to be part of that. And we invest in major competitions. So we've got the Commonwealth Games coming up in England, in Birmingham in the next few weeks. So I'll be spending quite a lot of time back and forth, coming up, going up and down. And you know, one of the great perks of the job is being able to go and watch sport. And the last few weeks have been great. I've been to Wimbledon. I've been to watch the women's euros these are sports that we invest in at grassroots so yeah I, I don't think you can complain if you love sport and you you get to you know take days off without losing any annual leave and and go and watch you know great sport happening and by the time the commonwealth games get underway of course your book will be on the shelves and hopefully selling well you've got a great uh, pre-launch reaction so far judging by all the comments that have come in Alison. Yeah, it's been great. You know, a lot of people have been able to read it in advance, journalists and, and, you know, various advocates and players. And I think, you know, the reaction from them is really positive And that's, you know, it is quite nervy, I think, when you when you, when you send the final version of a book off and, you know, it's suddenly taken out of your hands and next thing it's in people's hands in a, in a book format. There is a sort of a moment where you think, oh, no, like what everybody hates this. So what if people find 50 mistakes or... Um, they feel I haven't done the story justice, but the, the players who've read it, I think they, you know, are very proud that their story's been told. And there are also a lot of women, particularly there are men too who were involved in the, you know, in the seventies, eighties, and getting the game off the ground. But mostly women, I think, to hear from some of those women from the eighties and nineties, some of them will be at the launch this week, who really battled with no, um, you know, no thanks and no recognition. So to be able to kind of shine a light on their story has been great. And you know, thankfully, they seem to like it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I was able to be part of, of helping them to be better known. And I presume, obviously, once it is launched on Tuesday, as the saying goes, it will be available in all good bookshops and online as well, presumably. Yeah, it's available online on, on places like Amazon and Waterstones, WH Smith in England. It'll be in Eason's. Um, and it's, somebody sent me a, a picture of it in a, in a rural bookshop in, in West Cork recently, already on the shelf there. So it's 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 out there. It's getting out there. Um, so, yeah, hopefully people who are listening, if they're interested in women's rugby or interested in the history of women's sport, they'll be able to pick it up pretty easily here in, here in Cork. I can't leave anybody interested in rugby go without referring to what happened, of course, on Saturday morning in New Zealand. Quite incredible for the Irish men's team. I'm sure everybody involved in rugby, everybody involved in sports in Ireland, very, very happy and very proud. Oh, it was absolutely. I mean, astonishing was the word I used afterwards, but just brilliant. And I was actually back in Cork for the weekend, so great to be here watching it as well. And yeah, I mean, it was interesting. We don't beat New Zealand very often, men or women. And the last time I was that thrilled for an Ireland team probably was in 2014 when the Irish women's team beat New Zealand at the World Cup, which was then a huge shock. They hadn't been beaten at the World Cup in you know decades and so this morning was kind of kind of I felt the same this morning real sense of pride and um you know I hope they they went on and had a great night because those sorts of wins two in a row against New Zealand away don't happen very often and they they fully deserved it. there was nothing lucky about it there was no question mark so hanging over it they were clear winners and yeah absolutely brilliant you're a busy lady we wish you the very best of luck with the publication it could be the first of many I don't know about that. There's, there's maybe, you know, anyone who's written a book, if, if they're listening, will know what a slog it is. Um, I'd love to write a book about the Irish women's game. So maybe that, and then that will be my lot. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.